Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three, and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast, where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> oh, I just feel like I was just here. You just were. We were recording part two of the, I don't know. The story with mom. Interview with mom. <laughs> all right. So guys, this episode, first of all, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, go listen to that. This is kind of a two-part series with my mom. So we talked about my parents' divorce, what I was like as a kid, uh, and just kind of childhood stuff in that episode. And in this episode, we are going to go through and answer some questions that were submitted on Instagram from you guys. And it's basically just going to be a mixed bag here. So we're going to go through and hammer out as many as possible. Sounds good. All right. So we answered this one in the other episode, but just to kind of set the tone, what were her initial thoughts when she found out you were marrying a man with kids? Were you ever like, oh my God, she's, I was 26 years old when Darren and I got together. No. And I think it's kind of a takeoff from, you know, what we said in the other episode, you were determined, you were going to do what you're going to do. Your mind was made up. I needed to do my little checklist of two questions. Are you still good with it from two different perspectives? You were, and it was a done deal. It, it yeah. was going to happen once you had decided it was going to happen. So, yeah. And, and, and the second piece to that was that we did know Darren, mm-hmm. you know, we knew the family. So it wasn't like some random person from another country, 12 years older. Yeah, no, for sure. From another country. <laughs> <laughs> Me and someone I don't really know at yeah. all. All oh, right. So this one is from... Endurance 89, would she have been okay with you not having an hours baby? So an hours baby is Reese in the stepmom space. No, I would have definitely wanted Reese, not the, Reese. Absolutely. I mean, I think experiencing your own will always be different, I think. Mm-hmm. And this, and, you know, cue this upsetting people. It is, it has been different for me. Um, and maybe it's not different for other people and, you know, people who can't, stepmoms who can't have kids. And, um, it can be a really tricky thing to wrap your head around, but yeah, it de- there definitely was something different about having Reese versus being mm-hmm. a stepmom. Now, if you were not able to have children or you chose, I do not want children, then I would have been okay with that as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I mean, I knew that you wanted children and I knew that Darren was a very good father. So yeah, it just kind of made logical sense, mm-hmm. but yeah. So if I said to you, I just want to be a stepmom, I don't want kids, you would have been like, fill your boots, that's yeah. what you want. Would that have disappointed you because you didn't get the grandma? I think my perspective on being a grandmother is that I've got four kids and I probably will have some. <laughs> if you had been my only child- Yeah, that would have been a disappointment because again, being a grandmother is a whole new 
a whole new perspective, a whole new, I don't know what, what the word is, but a whole new scenario, right? A whole new feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Elgers asks, is there anything that her stepmom, so my stepmom, or basically any of dad's girlfriends did that really got on your nerves? How do you avoid that to keep the peace? You guys had nothing to do with each other, really. No, didn't hear anything. It was only when um, kids would come to me and say in special occasions like Easter or Christmas that they're deemed to be an injustice done. Yeah. And what you mean by that is one of my dad's girlfriends who she already unfollowed me, so it's totally fine. She definitely won't even hear this Mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. She had three kids and she had three kids. They moved in with us. And so there was four kids and three kids and she would do basically her kids got everything. Like she would hide groceries and snacks and stuff for them. Like they got, they just yeah. came and moved into our house and just like ruled and took the your roast. bedroom it took and stuff bedroom. like that. So that I didn't seem to think is fair, but you know what? It wasn't my house. I mean, I, I couldn't say anything. Yeah. And I think that's what's really hard for stepmoms or for moms or anyone in co-parenting situations because your kids are essentially in another house half the time. And right. but you do need to get to the point where you're like, it's not my house. Exactly. I don't get to decide what goes on in their house. Yeah. And and the other part of it is that I knew that you still had another Christmas with me or another Easter with me. And I did do really good jobs yeah. <laughs> on that. So it wasn't like you guys didn't have anything, you know? There yeah. Were, there were no holes in your shoes, let's say. Yeah. No, no kidding. All right. Next question. Okay, so this one is from Chloe323. Does your mom buy your stepkids' birthday or Christmas gifts? My mom just does a small gift. Um, So just wondering. So this has been a thing where we've had to talk about, and we'll kind of probably get into this a little bit more. So my stepkids are a lot older than Reese. So I think that that makes a bit of a difference, like yes. in terms of how we've always done gifts in our family, right? Like the older you get, you get less. Like when you become an adult, like we're, we're not like adult giving Christmas gift people. Right. Um, so when the kids are with us on that holiday, everyone's true. Yes. Right. Yes. We, we give gifts when they're with us, but it's not to the degree that Reese gets mm-hmm. because and it, and it, because they are older, they're teenagers, they're going to college soon, they're, you know, in high school. So it's a little different. We do give them something. But on the other hand, they already have two other sets of p- grandparents too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a tough call. I mean, if I was a multi, multi-millionaire, yeah, I'd, everybody, but it's, a, it's a, just a tough, it's a tough call. Yeah, it is tough. And especially because as they've gotten older, and I think because of the age difference, like they don't come to all the family things because they don't mm-hmm. want to, mm-hmm. or they're with their mom, or when we're all together at, you know, the cottage, they don't come because they don't want to hang out with family. So, and they're with us half the time. So they don't have the same relationship with you yes. as say Reese does. Yes. So in a situation, like say you guys were all super close and everyone was, mm-hmm. it's basically kind of the family dynamic too. So it's hard, like, it's just a really hard question. There is really no one size fits all approach. Right. But I have had to say to you guys before Christmas. Don't forget. You, like, I will say, you guys need to make sure that don't even get Reese anything if you're not getting them anything. Right. Now, I I think that if one of them was Reese's age, 
right? Mm -hmm. Let's say, you know, Reese is six now and Darren had a child, I don't know how that would be, seven or eight, you know, something like that. Um, and, And you're doing the Christmas and the Santa Claus and all of that stuff. Oh yeah, that's a whole new ball game. There, there can't be that kind of injustice mm-hmm. because it, it, they're, they're too young to understand that it is a different dynamic where Darren's kids can understand. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. So next question from Jara Nulu. How did she transition into a step-grandma? What's the hardest thing about it? Step-grandma? Your step-grandma. Step-grandma. Well, when we when I first came in, you know, being a step grandma, they were younger, and you didn't have Reese. So when we did go to the French River, and I was swimming with them, and I was Grandma Carol, mm-hmm. and they were little, and and you know, we could have been, you know, able to build that relationship, but of course didn't take them very long and they were older. Mm-hmm. So it was like a couple great years and then it just kind of. Exactly. But no, they, they were the grandkids and they called me grandma Carol. And I think they still do. Sometimes they do. Sometimes it's Carol. Sometimes it's, Hey, you. And sometimes it's grandma Carol. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. We're not a big, and this is sometimes where I struggle. We don't overthink things. I don't think like, we're just kind of like, it is what it is. What makes everyone comfortable? We just kind of like go with the flow on things. So I don't think you love kids. So it wasn't like a transition for you. They were just, they were the, they were family. Oh yeah. And And they are family. Yeah. They were. Yeah. And that was, that was it. There was nothing to think about. Yeah. No kidding. Okay. Uh, Next question this is from Plain Wanderer. What does she think could have gone better with her divorce? And we kind of touched on that in the previous mm-hmm. episode, but I think we talked about it. We all just did the best we could, or actually I didn't do anything. It was your divorce. <laughs> I haven't got Yeah. You know, um, try to communicate better and more, you know, not give up on it. It's so easy when something happens and it and you, communication's poor and there's bad bad feelings and you go, yeah, whatever. Well, I'm not going to even try it. Like, you know, that didn't work. I'm not even going to ask about the next Christmas concert. Like, we're, and everybody does that and you get your kind of your okay. back up and you don't, well, okay, that's fine. Well, you know, could have maybe should have tried more, maybe could have called the school. I mean, there's so many things you could have done, but you were emotional. Plus I had three other children, you know, all the children that I was raising, Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to university. Yeah. And you're talking about me moving in. So if you haven't w- listened to that other episode, you probably should pause this episode and go listen to that one first. Yeah. But yeah. she's talking about, so I moved in with my dad and we basically didn't, like, we didn't have a lot of contact yeah. because yeah. Y- you kind of felt like I kept trying, I kept trying and I kept getting shut down. So yeah. you eventually gave up. So you probably wouldn't have. Yeah. You just, you just go, yeah, whatever. It's a, it's, it's not going to happen can't do anything about it. Yeah. I think we just, you do the best you can in the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Same. So plain wanderer wants to know, what do you think of Jamie's job? I think it's great. It's fantastic. I mean, I'm very spiritual. So when I take a look at Jamie's job, it's like, look at how all of the pieces to the puzzle are now aligning in creating this job without all of those things that have ha- had happened to her in the past that would have been deemed to be negative. There's a huge positive 
So in every positive, there's a negative and every negative, there's a positive. And this is a great example of it. So I think it's fantastic. And I think it's absolutely needed because mm-hmm. it would have been great to have some kind of support when I was going through it. Yeah. How do you support, this is from Koji. How do you support your daughter in her role as a stepmom? You just get the vent calls. I get the vent calls like, you know, we're not a family that has to talk to their mother or their daughter every day. And I think one of the things is I'm very fortunate. I have four kids. So I'm pretty much guaranteed in any week I'm going to hear from two, three of them. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But, you know, whenever you need to vent or you need to talk or anything, I'm here. Mm -hmm. And you give me some advice on like step parenting too. Like when we're talking about like discipline and rules and I'm like, what do you mm-hmm. think about this? And mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Like you are a sounding board yeah, for strategies, yep. I guess. Yep. And that's what a mom should be at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next question is how did your mom accept the stepkids? And so we already answered that, but my parents weren't so accepting of the situation. So do you have any advice for that when there's the stepmoms whose parents are not like jumping in? when it comes to the kids, I think, I think you actually, as a step parent have to go and have a one-on-one conversation with your parents and saying, this is what my family needs. Can you give it? Yeah. And they're going to go yes or no. Mm -hmm. And then from their reaction, no emotion, that's how they are dealing with whatever they're dealing with. And then you have to work around and, and, and if they're not wanting to participate, then you have to do things separately or differently. Mm-hmm. Because know? people get to decide, like people, mm-hmm. everyone gets to make their own decisions and decide what works for them and what feels right for them and how they view situations. And if you have people who are super traditional or they really wanted this traditional route for their kids, because yes. there are parents who are like, I want that traditional picture perfect route for my child. Yes. And they have to mourn kind of the loss of what they thought their child's life was going to be like and deal with it that way. Absolutely. And then, you know, maybe you ask, you ask your parents, well, okay, so you're, this isn't working for you. You know, help me understand what, what is the best scenario here? This isn't going to go away. So how can we make it work? What are your thoughts? And a civil conversation and just seeing what you could come up together as new strategies and new plans. Mm-hmm. You know, that's easier said than done. Absolutely. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, one of the parents gets mad and slams the door. If you can just try, I mean, maybe write a letter. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is what the kids are needing. Mm-hmm. And this is how I'm feeling. And this is what I. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sincerely, Sam 92 wants to know what does Reese do that reminds you most of Jamie? Oh, she's just determined little soul. She's not as determined as Jamie was. Reese is spunkier for sure. But, um, yeah, the determination. Absolutely. Reese is just her own little person though. It's really hard. Yeah. It's just Reese is just an adorable spunky little person. Yeah, I agree. I think that determination it's just, is the word puts her eye on it and, and she's going to do it. She's going to get it. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I think it's very difficult to parent at times, Yes, but I yes. do, I think about the long game and I'm like, I'm glad that she has that attitude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So Kay Mundy asks, was it hard for you to introduce your mom to your stepkids and was it uncomfortable for her? And I think we've kind of answered that, but no, 
I'm not an overthinker. Like I am like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. This is what's next. And we didn't, everyone was super inviting. Oh, we had so much fun. Like when the kids were young, and I know it's going to come back because that's what kids do, right? We do have fun all together still, but kids are like teenagers would rather hang out with their friends and with their family. But we just had such a good time on long weekends and the cottage and stuff. Like everyone just had a blast playing together. So yeah, I, I was never nervous. I had, and it's very much like you've been saying, like, I've always been like, this is what I'm going to do with my life. Like, these are my people now. Like, this is what, this is life. Uh, There was even, there was no conversation from anyone in the family, you know, about stepkids. I mean, we don't even use the, really the word step. Like they're the kids, they're they're the family, the kids are what we would say is, are all the kids coming? Yeah. Which would be no different than are all my kids coming? Mm -hmm. You know, are the bottom line is how many are we going to feed? Yeah. How many burgers do we need? Yeah. Okay. So what has been the most difficult thing about seeing your daughter as a stepmom? And this is from KM Jones. Well, I think it's not even just a step parent. There's two pieces to that uh, question. One is the fact that there's so many kids and I can relate to that. That's tough having four kids. And the second one is that I think this is probably maybe a lesson for you, Jamie, is that you can't be in, you know, in control of everything because you are co-parenting with two other people. Right? Yeah. So that's that's tough when generally speaking in a traditional role, the mother has final say on certain things, right? Mm-hmm. And a father has final say on certain things because whether we like it or not, innately the two genders are different. We have our, our strengths and our weaknesses, but in your case, you can't have that final say. And it's, you know, there's always the struggles and there's always the, you know, the war or the, what's the right word I'm looking for? The, I think there's a lot of words. Um, it's just, it's just not simple. No, nothing simple. And I think everything's a discussion. Yeah. Nothing's con- like nothing simple. And I, you'll always say when we're on the phone together, I'll be saying what's going on. You're like, Oh, Jamie, <laughs> you mm-hmm. always say it like that. <laughs> I think you have a little bit of sympathy for me, but I think it's true. Um, we're big believers that life gives you the lessons that you need to mm-hmm. learn. And if you don't learn the lessons, you're going to find yourself in those situations again and again. And as mom says, I've always been a bit of a control freak. And I do think that being with Darren and being a stepmom and all just everything with my life right now, these are all the lessons that I needed to learn. Yes, and, yes. you know, it, I think it's been really character building for me. Like I've mm-hmm. had to learn to let things go, to not be such a control freak, to manage my emotions and healing, healing. Yeah. I've had to deal with stuff from my parents' divorce and just like work through all of my stuff. So mm-hmm. as much as being a stepmom, like Frig, it's hard sometimes. Like even I've said to Darren right now, I'm like, I am so over all of this right now. Like I am literally just done with all of the little bullshit. Like I'm just kind of, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have it in me right now. And that's kind of where I've been at this week. And, but I'm still glad that I deal with that because I'm not, I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't have to deal with that stuff. I, I, the thing that I think would be probably the hardest with step parenting is at the best of times when you give birth to them, you don't like them. <laughs> no, okay. you like them. You know, no, you always love your kids, but yeah. sometimes you don't like you don't like them because all oh, that, you know, is an irritation. 
living with somebody all the time. That's just happened. Sometimes you don't like your spouse. Mm -hmm. You always will love them. But when you have those feelings, I think Mm -hmm. as a step parent, it might be like, oh, gee, if I don't like them, that's, that's a bad day. And that can probably manifest into something bigger than when it's your own kids. I don't know if that's correct or not, but that's just no. I totally get. I totally get what you're saying because, so for instance, like if um, if we have an issue with one of the kids, Darren, Darren and I would both be pissed, and we're both like not in your words, like liking them right now. Like mm-hmm. this is just mm-hmm. not likable. liking the behavior. This is not liking them, the behavior, whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. But Darren has that paternal bonds with them and that unconditional like fret like he's been their dad forever mm-hmm. and I don't have that mm-hmm. I don't have that same connection just like I don't have the same connection that they have with their mom and that's a lot of stepmoms feel I'm just like sitting here thinking about the messages I'm going to receive from stepmoms for saying that on this podcast because sometimes things like that piss people off but that is very true for a lot of stepmoms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so a day later or a week later, and I'm still wondering what we're doing about this behavior, or I'm talking about this issue. Darren's moved on because it's, it's, but it's, right. I couldn't understand that. And then when I had Reese, I realized I'm maybe a little bit easier to forgive. Yes. Right. Yes. So the annoyances or the times when you don't like them or like their behavior or it's challenging, it's more difficult when you're a stepmom because you don't have that mm-hmm. same, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the word is. Well, and that's why I think this forum is so good, Jamie, because you need to be able to, and I've always said women need to stick with women. You know, the world is not going to happen without women. Christmas will never happen unless women do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need that. This is one of the things. And if you, with this forum that you've created is really, really good because now you have given them a voice and a safe place for a voice. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't always even happened for traditional women. No. When I grew up, traditional women as we mentioned in the last podcast, yeah, you were to stay home and you were to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You put a smile on, you get dressed, you get exactly. all Exactly. And even my, you know, your grandmother was even, even more, you know, you read the newspaper articles where you were supposed to, you know, get your lipstick on before your husband comes home and make sure the kids are all in their clean clothes. Like all that stuff really did happen, but you need to have a safe place to, to vent, you know, have a girlfriend but girlfriends, unless you're a step parent, won't get it. So this is a really good forum because you need to be able to speak your truth mm-hmm. and then let it go. Because you need to have that vent session to be able to move on. And you're like, okay, I'm glad someone else doesn't feel like someone exactly. else feels this way. Exactly. Okay. So last question here. And you know what? I think this is maybe a loaded question. So Irma Barsh asks, how do you feel about having two daughters that are quote unquote influencers? So sharing our life online. Um, the only thing that we have always have to be careful about, I don't want to see it on Instagram first. I, I'm the mom and I always want to know about something first, except, you know, you went to the playground and all that kind of stuff. But anything that's crazy big, I I want to make sure that I, I know because I'm the mom. I don't want the world to know before. Like, it didn't happen. But let's say my daughter announced that she was pregnant with the twins, Brittany, that is, and that's where I, I heard about it. Now that didn't happen, but that would be the only thing. But on the flip side, I talked a lot about my fertility stuff, yes. my infertility stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. And that was an issue for you for, I think 
other people in our family. Cause they're like, Jamie's not talking to us about it, but she's sharing it online. Yeah. And yeah. so I do think you do sometimes learn stuff about our lives through our Instagram story. And you're like, what the hell? Like, why didn't she tell me that? Yeah. But for me, there were so, there's so many things like I'm very open online and I'm very good at like writing my feelings out and just write all of that. But sometimes I don't want to have that conversation in real life. And especially with your mom. Cause well, I, with anyone, right. like I didn't want to yeah. have, like, I would write blog posts and be like, I don't want to talk about this in real life though, but can you please, yeah. like, this is, this is how I'm feeling and this is what's going on. So as someone who is a creator, I guess that's something I've had to be more cognizant about. Cause right. it, that did bog you. Remember you yeah, were upset yeah, that you were it, learning about yes. stuff. Yeah. Cause didn't really know to all of the, the details on that, but far as being influencers, Absolutely. No surprise. Go for it. I mean, they're, you're both leaders. You're both creative. It's, it's a, it's a great thing. And just a sidebar, I actually did it back to them. They all went on a vacation. Yeah. And I had the twins, I had three of them. And so I just did an Instagram stories and they cracked up because I was like, okay, I'm in the grandma mobile and there's three short people and only one of me. And I'm going to record my life for the girls when they were done. And it was a lot of fun. So, but it takes a lot of energy too. So yeah, it does take a lot of energy. But yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a new time. You, I have to respect it because things like this we didn't have when I was growing up. To be perfectly honest, I can pretty much guarantee that in my age, if I was your age many years ago, I would be doing exactly like this because I was not that traditional stay-at-home, put your lipstick on. Yeah, 100%. Um, you so would have been. I absolutely would have been. And I still, even in my small little... I have people that go, oh, Carol, you should do this. You should do that. You know, you should show this. You can do this. It's just who we are, which is Yeah, it's no, exciting. totally. Okay, so one question that just came to my mind, I'm going to kind of blindside you with it. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you knowing that we were going through the fertility stuff? Oh, very sad. Like, very, very I don't think sad. we ever like dove into it. Um, it was sad for many reasons um, that you're going through it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another challenge on top of your life. When life doesn't go as planned and it's you're the mom, it doesn't matter if you're a 90-year-old mom, a 60-year-old mom, a 20-year-old mom, your children's problems will always be your problems. I just can't solve them anymore now for you, right? Mm-hmm. So that was very sad. It was somewhat sad, too, for, for me thinking that Reese, mm-hmm. even though she has, and I will be very cautious, she has three brothers and sister. Yeah. That she does not have four. Mm-hmm. Or someone with her all the time. Absolutely. Someone with her all the time. So, but that's just what's happening. I know. And that's, I, that's it. For me, it goes back to, I'm like, okay, well, what's the lesson here? What am I supposed to take from this? Like, why is this the way it is? I do. I don't know. I just have this faith, I guess. And I don't actually ever think you know, 10 years ago, if you, I would have never said the word faith, but I just have this faith that things work out for a reason. And if it's supposed to happen, it will happen. Not saying like God has a plan that does, like he's got it all set up for everyone. I don't, that's not my belief about things, but I just mm-hmm. think, or maybe it is. I don't even know. I just, I try to have just faith that it's, it will all work itself out. Cause I do think it will, it is what it is. And it, and it usually, usually does always work out. I mean, some, so many times you look back on your life and you go, 
So that's why that really terrible, funky thing happened. That's why I lost a job so I could go into this. That's why this happened. That's why that boy broke up with me. You Mm -hmm. know, I didn't want him anyway, because I couldn't have had that life. Like there's just so many, even though at the time it might be the biggest heartbreak or the biggest disappointment or the biggest whatever negative in your life. And you look back and go, wow, that was a blessing. Mm -hmm. That was huge. I've been talking to people right now who are like struggling with COVID and all the things that are going on. I'm like, you know what, this, somehow this could be the best thing that ever happened to you. Like a lost job has forced someone to go find a different way or, Mm -hmm. you know, there, you, I know there's a lot of people and there's obviously really, really bad things that happen to people in life. And there's not always a silver, silver lining with everything, Mm -hmm. but there are silver linings with a lot of the struggles that we have. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I believe in lessons to be learned. Absolutely. And and it's constant. It's never ending. Mm -hmm. Always learning. My 94 year old dad even taught me something about six months ago in a conversation we had. And I went like, whoa, that was a great thing to learn. Mm -hmm. You know, so you always can be open to learn. You're always a student and you're always a teacher. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the step parenting, right? You look at yourself as a teacher. Mm-hmm. To just more people, and the more people, I feel that like love a student you. a lot. I'm like, you're I'm still a student. To, well, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just like screwing yeah. up learning lessons, figuring out what works, and just sharing it. Like, you know, I've come a long, long way, and I love helping people get to the point that I'm at right now. Yeah. But it's you're, it's not like a destination or something you can just like scratch off your to do list. Like, step family stressors are just like parenting, right? Like, Absolutely. they're ever evolving. There's always going to be some sort of something yeah. come up that you're going to feel like, oh God, here we go again. And they're never going to end. doesn't matter how old. You're still going to care for those stepkids and your own kids, however the terminology you use, Jamie. But when they're 30 and they're 40 and they're having their own problems, it's it, the only thing that's different, which was is the biggest challenge, is that you can't solve them anymore. Mm-hmm. Yepper. Well, that's a really great ending. <laughs> I know. What well, would you like to know on positive? Well played. Well played. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, mom. This was good. This oh, was you're fun. Very welcome. It was fun. It was great. Yeah. Well, maybe you should, maybe you'll like have a career in podcasting. Oh, you never know. Actually, I never know with you. I never know what you're going to do. Yes. They, uh, a unique mother, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's all right. But I have unique children. Mm-hmm. Anyway, with- you're doing a great job. So awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. Take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast. Give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much, and I will talk to you next week.